Okay, good morning, everybody. Hope as well. Happy Monday for those that are tuning in live. Happy whatever day week it is for you. Thanks so much for joining us on the boost. We've been talking about this idea of really living vicariously through other people and how much of that is available for us every single day, every single moment. Um, this is the standard way of life, right? You live vicariously through others. Um, and we, we, it gets projected every, everywhere you go. And that, become, that, that creates a relationship to them. You give in a, you give your your heart to the show, to the actor, to the movie star. <clears throat> you know, when the movie star walks down the, the the runway and there are people that have been waiting for seventeen hours to say hello, just to see him, and they scream, We love you, they mean it. They don't they don't mean love in the right way, but they mean I am emotionally connected to you. I've been giving you so much of my emotions, I've been giving you so much of my time. I've been investing so much into you. Now, you don't know me because you're behind the camera and I see you through a screen, but I, 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 you're in my life. You know, I remember uh, there's a book. You guys will remember it, but I don't. But I know that some of you will. There was a book years ago. I want to say it's Stephen King. And I want to say it was, it was a Stephen King book. Oh, my gosh. I know some of you are like, oh, come on, Charlie. It, the, the the plot was a woman who kidnapped a an author because she, and then brought him to the house and broke his feet and then made him write a better ending to one of his books right so here he was having to remember it was made up right he wrote it in the room and it's like it's one of these like horror you know, thrillers or whatever, where she kidnaps him and makes him write a better ending to the book that he wrote, which is an, an amazing concept because it sounds insane to us, but we all do it to some extent. We do it in sports, we do it in entertainment, we do it in business, and we do it with, with a lot of things in life where we are, we are Im- investing our emotions in other people. And they're benefiting from that because that emotions translates to eyeballs. Eyeballs translates to ad dollars. Ad dollars translates to money. And then money translates to sharing some of that with that person. Now, how do we change that is the question. Because at the end of your life, usually the movie stars doesn't show up at the funeral. Like Steph Curry isn't showing up at the funeral of the people that came to watch the game. He doesn't know who they are. Maybe if there's like a special story that, you know, okay. But like the random fan who's got like Steph Curry's jersey, maybe a tattoo, definitely tens if not hundreds of thousands of dollars invested in watching him play. And then countless hours of emotional energy spent on Steph Curry. Steph Curry doesn't know he exists. So it's pretty sad. If you really like break it down like that, like it's it's sad. We all do it, but it's like a little like you know. If it would happen like to our children in school, we'd be like, come on. If our kids would be looking in the in the, in the in circle, and like have pictures of the cool kids on their walls, and like want to speak to them, and the cool kids never look at them, you tell your kid like, it's not how it works, honey. Like move on. We don't do that. It's okay, but we gotta like just talk it out. So where do we get it from? 
where do we get the, the feeling from? If we're going to pull it away to some extent from others, where do we put it? And, and here's where it becomes counterintuitive. The, the, the normal way of seeing this is put it into yourself, right? Build your own life. Start your own thing, right? And this is sort of the beginning of how we, we change. We say, listen, why do I want to... I'm happy to watch. I'm happy to enjoy a game. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm happy to, you know, be entertained. But I got to, like, pull back a drop and focus on my life. And if I do that, all those natural feelings that I have built inside me because I'm a soul will now be used to pursue objectives that are actually beneficial to me, that I can actually change my life with. So how do we do it? So so we would think the answer is focus on your own goals. And that, that could be. But I want to give you another answer first. Which is which is much more difficult and much less count much less intuitive. The greatest way to see the best in yourself. You know, seeing yourself is, is incredibly important. Right, having confidence is critical. People win and lose in life, really by confidence. <clears throat> if you study the markets, you'll know that the experts are calling this time a period of inflation. And if you study a little e- e- economics, I study a little bit, not too much, but enough to know a little bit about how the economy works. And the way it works, in my little understanding. For the economists that are listening, I'm sorry if this is too lay. What drives recessions and what drives inflationary periods, right? Inflation basically is when there's a demand for something, and so that demand spikes up the prices of that thing, and as a result, the prices for things start to inflate. And so the dollar or the, the currency that you have buys less. So as goods and services start to increase, 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 increase of a demand, right? More people want something, the price goes up. As the price goes up, more people want it. They're scared the price is going to keep on going up. So they'll buy it. And they'll go to buy it, right? And then someone else wants it. And then as a result, prices keep on going up. And now that same thing costs less last year. And so when you take the dollars you make, which is the same, and you go out and sp- spend the same thing you spent every year, it gets you less, right? Stick with me for one more second. Where we're living in a time where post-pandemic, everyone's going out and buying stuff. We have supply and chain issues. It's harder to get stuff. People want more stuff. And so it costs more money. And so as a result, your dollar gets you less. What really drives inflation? What drives inflation is people's confidence. As more and more people see that prices are going up, they say, oh, shoot, I got to buy it today because they're going up. I got to get my lease now because next year I got to go buy that thing. It's going to be more expensive. And so the people's confidence or lack of confidence in this case that the economy is going to hold drives people to buy, 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 buy. And the price keeps going up. And at some point, money isn't worth as much. So you know what they do? They stop buying. You know what that is? A lack of confidence. I can't buy anymore. I, I can't economy's not, I'm not going to have more money tomorrow. I'm not going to get paid more. And then it goes down. What you see in an economy is actual 
moves that are made, but then what really drives to inflation and to recession, really, is confidence or lack of confidence. Just from a national or communal place. Really, that's what it is. When people believe the economy is going to be strong, they spend more. When people believe the economy is going to be weak, they spend less. And as people do that, it actually causes the economy to be stronger or weaker. So much of what you see in the news today really are things that people do really to toggle confidence. Confidence is everything. See these people's lives. People have the confidence, the desire. They overcome challenges. The person next to them with the same skills, same abilities, they lack the confidence. They don't overcome challenges. What's the difference? Same skills, same abilities. It's confidence. And when I mean confidence, I don't mean arrogance. Confidence. I can do this. I'm going to try. This isn't beyond me. The essence of what drives greatness, really, and even if the confidence comes from, I can't, I can't fail. That's fine. I can't fail, still, I have to do it. Right? When people have their backs against the wall and they feel like they can't fail, that's okay. I mean, it's not good. I wouldn't say that's a healthy confidence, but as long as it ends with, I'm going to try to do it, that there's, there's confidence there. There's no, there isn't hopelessness. There isn't giving up. All right, well, we'll talk about this because the way we get through the vicarious thing is very much related to the confidence that we have in ourselves and in the world around us. All right, we'll talk. All right, we have a great day. With God's help, can't we see you tomorrow? Living on a lifeline, the world doesn't ever seem to change. Looking for the sunshine, but you're caught up in the rain. It's like your eyes are wide open, but you cannot see. You're watching life pass you by like one, two, three. Walking in destruction, the winds of life blur your vision. All the devastation forever feels like you're on the run. It's time. No one else can set you free, you're locked inside, and only you have got the key.